powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello there, Duvall Nation. Welcome to another amazing episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. There it is. I am Derek. I am joined by my lovely, beautiful wife, Mindy. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. The Academy Awards were 48 hours ago. For some reason that defies logic, we're still talking about them. Yeah, I don't know uh, if you guys, uh, I don't know, did something happen on the Oscars? Oh, uh, yeah. The slap heard around the world. Slap heard around the world. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Such a weird, weird deal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know it's funny? I was I was downstairs earlier when I got home from work and I said something, I said something to my wife and she slapped me hard. I said, Oh man, Mindy just knocked the shit out of me. No, and, I did uh, not do that. We do not <laughs> condone violence in our home. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, we watched it. We watched it from the beginning. We watched it the end. When that happened, do you remember what, exactly how we looked? I mean, I, it's all kind of a blur. We were very confused about what was going on because of the seven second delay that went on for like 27 seconds it was like right. okay something must be happening because they've they've bleeped or they've you know they muted out really a off, yeah. lot of stuff and we do not know what's going on and so then we started googling on our phones and we're like oh man yeah. the rest of the civilized world are like what's a seven second delay you right yeah here really, in america so, they don't so want repressed. to see stuff like that i guess yeah, yeah. no um I've never, like I said, I've been a big Will Smith fan pretty much as long as I can remember, minus like Wild Wild West, which we all wish would never happened. I you know I, you I, like that movie. I just did not see this. That's a side of him I've never seen. And yeah, maybe, it was totally weird. And yeah. I just, I think it sullied his moment. And yeah, absolutely. of course, like in his speech, he apologized to like the Academy and maybe even the Williams family, but did not apologize to the person he's left until the next day, which to me sounded a little insincere but yeah. i'm you know i'm happy that he apologized but we'll you know we should find out this week if yeah. he gets to keep that oscar trophy or not yeah, maybe they should have waited to get that engraved until after yeah. they figured that you out you know it's funny you say that because i've in the last couple like said, we, we talked to chris and some of that he said i mean this is not the first time though that chris rock has gone after jada pinkett smith and i was watching some of the past um some of the past comedy bits, like when he hosted the Academy Awards prior, uh, prior, and um, it was funny. But to him, I mean, I don't know what set Will off, man. That was I've never seen that of him before. Yeah, it was definitely bizarre to say the least. Yeah. It was just like, whoa, what just happened? So yeah. yeah. Well, that aside, the rest of the Academy Awards, um, there were some. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. There were no shocks. There were no no surprise wins where it was like, oh my god, how that happened. Yeah, um, I was, think it was for pretty me, across the board. Everybody pretty much got everything what they wanted. I think it was, yeah, I think I would agree in that there was a lot of winners that we had um, 
that we had picked to win that we had thought would win. Yeah. I would say some of the surprises I think to me is how many of the technical awards that Dune came away with because yeah. those hurt our ballads that we had chosen. Uh, we we didn't pick Dune to win very many of those. So we I went and looked inside of um, Variety Variety magazine. I started looking at um, what's the other one, the big one? oh um, Hollywood reporters over there, and I was going back through. It. I'm looking the for your consideration for all the awards that Dune was doing. They HBO man, Warner Brothers, they went all out with their campaign for your consideration, <laughs> best you know, sound editing, all that stuff. It was, it was very impressive. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I guess we didn't get that campaign. Yeah. But uh, all right. So real fast highlights from the show, other than the slap her around the world, uh, Coda winning is just was phenomenal. Amazing. Yeah. We both called it. We both we knew it was going to happen. Win. We, yeah, just, we knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of. I mean, it wasn't like a complete line. lock, but I was so glad that they won. It was that by far. I watched all ten films. That was by far my favorite. It and Troy and most. Troy Cutts are winning as well. Um, and Troy Cutts are winning for best supporting yeah. actor. Amazing. So good. So I'm Ooh. super glad about that. So that was definitely a highlight for me. Jessica Chastain. I thought she did. And that was what an acceptance speech is supposed to be like. You know, yes. sincere, not like, oh, shit, I just screwed up earlier. I better cover my ass here. You know, it was right. it was heartfelt. It was genuine. It was channeled that characters into a degree. I think her, so, too. I was thinking was, the same thing. Yeah, it, was it was like, very well. it was like she had said, you know, she wanted to tell Tammy Faye's story because she felt like there was a lot of misinformation out there or she got a bad rap for things. And I thought we, we both enjoyed that movie as well. The eyes of Tammy Faye and thought she did an amazing job portraying that character. And so for her to win and have having portrayed a real life person and doing it so well, I think that was awesome for her. What was your reaction when Ariane DeBose won? Oh, I was so excited. It the was bullets. so great. Well, the bullet, but yeah, but yeah. also Anita and to see the other Anita in the audience, like got, I mean, they were kind of getting teary eyed, like they mm. both had won for the same role. So that was all, that was so kismet. It was just awesome. Right. Um, let's talk about the host for a minute. What did you think about the hosts? We, you and I, it's well established. We like Amy Schimmer. We, yes. I don't understand where the hate comes from for people, for her. I know, and I know people who vehemently despise her, but I thought she did great. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you. Every now and again, there's such a thing as poking the bear, where it's like, okay, maybe we just need to like move the conversation away. I think that she handled the slap thing brilliantly. I thought so you too. could definitely tell the crowd wanted that to happen because yeah, because I was like, okay, that just happened. Somebody better come out and say something about yeah. it. Like, yeah. please address the elephant in the room. And they so cut to Will Smith, awesome. and he was laughing about it. Like he laughed at that joke. Yeah, he was like, "Yep, that's funny. Yep, yeah. the, the mood did change." Yeah. <laughs> I thought Amy was... Schumer's like little stand-up bit she did yeah. kind of in the middle. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, uh, she made some good digs. I thought their little kind of skit or whatever they were trying to do, where they dressed up in costumes for different things, was kind of weird. Yeah, that was bad. That but was I, yeah, and but I did. I liked that Amy Schumer's little stand-up bit and that she addressed the elephant in the room. She was like, "I've been backstage. Like, did something happen? I don't know." Yeah. So, so I, I, I have really two more well observations to make, and then we'll move on to the movie. But one is, um, I was thrilled that No Time to Die one for the song for Billie Eilish. I was not thrilled that they did a radio edit version of her song live 
and I, it lost all of its. I don't know that the, there was something about that song, "The Time to Die," that's very mysterious and very melancholy and stuff like that. When Adele came and did "Skyfall Alive," I went and watched it earlier today. It was all out there. I mean, we're talking. It was a presentation, and she, I mean, she it's Adele. She she murdered it. You know what I mean? But this version here deserves that same thing. It's it deserves a symphony behind it. It deserves Billie Eilish just belting out those vocals. And I I was kind of just like, really? I get we're running long for time, but this is one of those cases where, like, for Encanto, they went all out crazy. You know, they did costumes and singing and dancing and all that. This was kind of like, hey, just get up there, sing, like, the best parts of it, and we'll just slap it together. And that really didn't sit well with me. I was very disappointed by that. I don't think it was like a radio edit version, which you're kind of describing, but we did both mention as we were watching it, it seemed sped up. So usually the, up. the version that we had heard was slow and her voice could do that haunting, haunting yeah. melody, you know, kind of vibe. And it did take away from that a little bit, but yeah. I think obviously it got judged on the merit of its original form and won. Right. I want to ask you, because I haven't asked you this yet. I asked a couple of people at work today. I'll ask you. If Ricky Gervais had hosted the Oscars and made that joke, does Bill Smith get up there and slap him? Because he took Mel Gibson to task, and Mel Gibson did not do a thing. I don't think he would have done the same thing if it hadn't been Chris Rock. Yeah, and to me, too, I think Chris Rock was like, oh, he's going to come up here and be funny. And it was we'll say the last thing I'll say, and we'll move on, is basically it's embarrassing for the Williams family. Yes. It's embarrassing for Will Smith's family. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw his mother today was like, this is not how I raised my son. Yeah, but the other person who I feel really oh, obviously Chris Rock, I mean, it's uh, feel horrible for Chris Rock, but the person that no one's talking about is Questlove. He won that documentary, and nobody, and no one even remembers that comp that that award even happened. All they're talking about is what happened during the presentation of that award because Questlove won a, a huge um Summer of Soul, but when the revolution could not be televised, he yeah. won that, and that was a huge thing for, for Questlove. And no one could even, no one even listened to his conversation. Everyone's oh, like, what just happened? What just happened? You know? I listened to his speech and he was, he was very humble. And like, he was like, I yeah. could just cry right now. I'm just so happy. Like yeah. I loved his speech. I, I paid attention to it, but I can right. see where people might've been distracted by that. Yeah. Okay. Right, so and, moving on. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We're not moving on. There's oh, no, one more, on. one no, more no. final piece of business on the oh. Oscar situation. <laughs> Go on, rip the band-aid off. <laughs> so as you know, on our website, we have posted our Oscar ballots. So Derek and I filled out a ballot ahead of time before the Oscars aired on Sunday with all of our best picks of who we thought would win the awards. Mm-hmm. And yeah, see, Derek is not excited about this part, but that's okay. So out of the 23 categories... Derek, you picked 12 of the winners correctly, and I picked 13. So, I don't know. I mean, I only had to watch, you know, twice as many movies as you did to get one more correct, but I feel like I did not waste any time. I felt like I... Spent my time wisely and it paid off. Well, so just well, wanted to put that out there. Yeah. I am the champion. Well, I mean, we got pretty much the big awards. We're pretty much in line with it. But 
Anyway, so we went to the other day, we went to see the new Sandra Bullock, or as you like to call it, Sandy B. Is that right? Sandy B, you know. Sandy B. Uh, we went and saw the new Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum film, The Lost City. Now, um, it's out in theaters right now. It came out on Friday, wasn't it? Friday? I believe it came, so. It came out on Friday. It did very, very well at the box office. It cleaned up. It actually dethroned, uh, dethroned Batman. For the, the Batman. Spot. The Batman. <laughs> the number one spot. Uh, we went and saw it in a clean theater. Thank God for that. Um, shout out to Cinemark there. Um, let's start. And with before you, we before we get too far, I do want to just put our disclaimer out there. Oh, yeah. This episode let's, is a spoiler-filled recap and thoughts about this movie. So if you have not, if you have not seen The Lost City, please pause yeah. this recording and come back and listen after you have. Yep. So. We went and saw it um, Saturday morning. We uh, it was a full theater. I was surprised. I haven't been to a full theater in a long time. Uh, full theater. I knew based on what I going into it. I only saw the trailers. I didn't wasn't as invested in it. What did you know about it going into it? Um, I just just pretty much what I'd seen from the trailers as well. That uh, you know, it was just kind of like a kitschy, funny you know, mm -hmm. not necessarily meant to be like an action or drama film, just like a right. funny, you know, Sandy yeah. B movie, kind of similar to like some other stuff she's done, like The Heat or, you know, not necessarily like Miss Congeniality right. type level, but just kind of a funny movie. Not, you know, I think maybe you went in with different expectations of the film. Yeah, I thought so, it was an action movie. I was I was presently I was I was miserably distraught when I found out that they killed Brad Pitt off in 20 minutes into the movie. And I'm like, but that, that's the whole point of me going to see it. So there's gonna be this badass, you know, guy, and then they kill him off. Like I was like, oh, all right. I guess again, yeah, maybe the magic you Mike watched... guys, the magic Mike man is now gonna be the new star of the movie. Okay. Maybe you should have watched the trailer more closely instead of scrolling your phone or something, because I knew going into it, it was just gonna be like a funny, you know, action yeah. kind of funny movie. All so right. Uh, that's what I knew going into it. Also, I love Sandra Bullock. I cannot think of a bad movie that mm. she is in. Even oh, The Net. I love oh, The Net. No, no. Don't even care. Speed 2, Cruise Control. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give you that because actually, <laughs> recent, <laughs> actually recently, I don't even know if I've seen that. Maybe I have. But actually it's recently, it's horrible. recently, she came out and said, if there's one movie she regrets making, it's that. So maybe that one just doesn't even really exist in Sandy B. Yeah. I don't know. If Keanu turned it down, you know it's bad. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I will say this though. I mean, I made a little note on my phone while we were watching the movie. Uh, there were some Easter eggs in there that I was sitting there, and it actually that was about the only. We're gonna get to the how I felt about the movie later on in the show, but I will say this: the parts that made my movie brain uh, get stimulated was there were there were two Easter eggs I picked up on one. Brad Pitt on the phone talking while he's eating is a callback to uh, Fight Club and the Oceans movies that he's in because he's always got food in his hands. And he's always uh, talking while he's eating. You know what I mean? Okay. So that was, and especially while he was doing it on the phone. Perfect callback to Fight Club. I, I took my notebook to the theater with me and tried to scribble in the dark as we were watching because there was so many. There was so many good, like little one-liners or or yeah. things. So I'm gonna share a couple of my favorites here. Yeah. The way that Channing Tatum's character Alan put people in his phone was mm. by their trade or or how he knows them. 
how he knows how he knew them. So for instance, Jack Trainer, who's a trainer, was in his phone as Jack Trainer. Yeah. Even though his actual last name is Trainer as well. So that was kind of funny. But he also said like Stacy Butt stuff, you know, mm-hmm. in his yeah. phone as how he knows them. And then the scene with the leeches <laughs> getting out of the water. <laughs> and she's having to pick all the leeches off. She picks them off, you know, his back and his butt. And then He's like, you better check my front. And she just stands there for a while. And he's like, oh my God, is it bad? Or are they covered in leeches? Is it bad? I can't even look. And she was like, just kind of in a trance about it. And then she was like, no. And so I wrote this down. This was her quote, because she's a writer in the film. So she said, no, your plucky warrior hangs in tranquil solitude. Wow. That's going to be my new, that's going to be the new tagline on my Facebook profile. No. (laughs) And then also something that was in the trailer, but I still wrote it down because it was so funny. So when Brad Pitt's character shows up to rescue them, she says, oh, my gosh, why are you so handsome? And he says, my dad was was a weatherman. (laughs) Ah, yes. That was funny. (laughs) So those are kind of my favorite lines from the movie. All right. So things for me that I did not like. One, I was just bored. I tried and tried and tried to stay interested. And... The parts with Brad Pitt were brilliant. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Well choreographed. It was you're just sitting there like it's Brad Pitt. He's gonna be Brad Pitt. This is him Brad Pitting. But <laughs> Brad Pitting, is that a new <laughs> verb? Pitting. <laughs> but Pitting. when he was when he was excised from the when the from the film, I was like, okay, well now what? And I was like, I was I felt like I was watching like a sitcom. I, I was not in it just nothing interesting happened, and I was very disappointed. I thought it was gonna be like a constant constant laugh machine based on Sandra Bullock and Chan Tim, who I know can be funny because I've seen him in other things the way he is funny. I don't know if it was just a poor script or poor direction. I just was bored. I, I, I did not enjoy the film. Yeah, we, we had completely different experiences and opinions on this film. I was laughing all throughout. I just, I thought there were jokes sprinkled in, you know, all throughout the film. I was just laughing. I thought it was funny. I also wrote down... So Daniel Radcliffe plays the villain in the movie, which I thought he actually did a pretty great job of. Mm -hmm. And he first kidnaps her from this book signing tour she's on and takes her to this place. And there is a giant charcuterie spread. Like think, you know, four by four by four, eight foot tables, just dripping and and falling over with charcuterie. And he was like, I heard you like cheese. So mm-hmm. I got you a few refreshments, which I thought is was this, funny. Was that like a goal for you to have a, a board that big? Because I know you, oh you my do God. a good charcuterie. You, could, you, you do a good charcuterie spread. I do love me some charcuterie. <laughs> that would, I can't even imagine how much that would have cost. You know, right. frugal me says, Ooh, that's too expensive. But then when the plane shows up to like take them away and all that charcuterie <laughs> just starts <laughs> flying everywhere. Yeah. So. Uh, the one poor side plot was the, the publisher, the editor. I felt like it was just tacked on there and it was not funny. I, it was, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it. I did recognize that one guy, though, from the proposal. Yes. I am right? Yes, his yeah, name okay. is Oscar. <laughs> yeah, he played Ramon in the proposal, right. and he played a similarly... I think, his, I think his character's name in this film was Oscar. He was really funny. Yeah, I thought he was also really good. A couple other things I wanted to point out. So after okay. we watched this film, <laughs> I went online and did a little Googling. So on IMBD, they point out... IMDB, I always get that backwards... 
that I don't know if you guys are fans of the movies from the 80s and 90s or whenever this film came out, Romancing the Stone. They made a comment on IMDb that this film is a little bit similar to Romancing the Stone. I was like, oh yeah, I could see that. So Mm. I like that film. So maybe that's why I like this one as well. Mm. So one other funny line that I wrote down. So sadly, you know, spoiler alert again, sadly, Brad Pitt's character does get shot in the head while they're trying to escape. And they must go on without him. But he gets shot right next to Channing Tatum's character. And he's like, oh my God, his brains are in my mouth. I can taste his thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was funny. (laughs) But spoiler also, Brad Pitt's character is actually alive. So they he got shot in the head. He thought his brains were all over him. So they just left him in the jungle. And then in like a mid mid credit scene. He comes back and he's in this yoga meditation with them. And I'm like, wait, what? What's the fit? What's your favorite movie or my favorite line of any movie where someone gets shot in the head? One very specific question. It is. I don't know. Mine is always going to be from Pulp Fiction, where John Travolta accidentally shot Marvin. He's like, oh man, I shot Marvin in the face. It's like, it's like you dropped, he said it's like you dropped like a pen or something like that. He's like, oh man, I shot Marvin in the face. It's like one of the greatest lines ever. Yeah, so that's pretty good. I don't know. I mean, on the spot, I, I don't know what my favorite line about someone getting shot in the head in a movie is. <laughs> I, I think that I can taste his thoughts is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> can do All right. There. All right. So let's do our rating system. All right. So what is one star? One star is bloody awful. What is two stars? Bloody uninspired. Three stars. Bloody average. Four stars. Bloody brilliant. And five stars. Bloody marvelous. Bloody marvelous. All right. <laughs> All right. So that in mind. What I is think your... you should. I think no, you should go no, first. No. Why should I go first? Because <laughs> I'm going to shit all over it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would give it two stars. Bloody uninspired. All right. Yeah. I figured that's where you're going to be. Yeah. Uh, for what the movie was, it wasn't set out to be some big action film or some drama or or anything like that. For what it was, I thought it was great. I'm giving it a bloody brilliant. I'm giving it four out of five stars. Four out of five. Wow. It was funny. It had Sandra Bullock, Brad Pitt, Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Funny. All right. Well, there you go. The Lost City. You can find it in a theater near you. I'm pretty okay. sure it'll come to... Uh, HBO Max or Paramount Plus or or one of those. Paramount Plus. It's Paramount uh, Plus in a couple months. So yeah, I think Um, 30 to 60 days or so is usually what they say. I would say if you're looking for just a funny movie to see, this is this is for you. If you're looking for a true action movie or you know, some you know, Caped Crusade or or anything like that. That's not what this film is. It was just meant to be a funny, goofy movie, and it was, and it succeeded. Gentlemen, this is for you. If you're a little soggy in the midsection like me, don't watch Channing Tatum take his shirt off. It'll make you feel very <laughs> insecure about yourself. So, yep, that's what Magic Mike does to us. It makes women happy and makes men cringe. So That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, Mindy? Until next time, we'll we'll see see you at at the the movies, movies, Planet Planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. 
please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, for the latest news on downloads and to explore past episodes. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duval Show.